0: Hello! In this week's episode of Midlife AF, I am talking to the wonderful Victoria Van Stein. Victoria has been around in this space for quite a few years. And when I first stopped drinking, she was a bit of a celebrity because there wasn't many people in Australia speaking out and having a presence um, on alcohol-free living. And so Vic has a community called Kappa, which I am active in and often um, put meetings and things on for events that I'm hosting with Untoxicated. Um, she runs a podcast which is amazing and lots of my clients listen to and love and I love as well called Sober Awkward it's really damned worth and funny. Vic also I think she started this whole thing with a blog called Drunk Mummy Sober Mummy and that is her website as well so she's available at all those different places and I'll put all the links to those in the show notes but she's wonderful I love her and I met her in real life this last year Um, in this episode we talk about social awkwardness we talk about feeling responsible for everybody else's experience which is very very common in people who are alcohol free because we are often very sensitive people. And as Gabor Maté says, sensitivity is one of the key components in feeling life impacts us in a bigger way. And often we drink to get away from that. We talk about emotional sobriety and that's the sort of concept that we are as emotionally evolved or developed as the years that we started to use a coping mechanism like alcohol to manage our emotional experience and we talk about abandoning ourselves and our vulnerability and I think my greatest quote that I've had on the podcast so far don't give a party girl a line of coke give her a (laughs) couple which I love we talk about boundaries, we talk about um, promiscuity and abandoning ourselves. So I think you're going to love this episode as much as I do. Over to myself and If you're a woman in midlife whose intuition is telling you that giving booze the elbow might be the next right move, then Midlife AF is the podcast for you. Join counsellor, psychotherapist, this naked mind and grey area drinking alcohol coach Emma Gilmore for a weekly natter about parenting quirky teens, menopause, relationships and navigating this thing called midlife alcohol free. If you're feeling that life could be so much more that you're sick and tired of doing all the things for everyone else, if your intuition is waving her arms manically at you saying it could all be so much easier if we didn't have to keep drinking, Come with me, together we'll find our groove without booze. Thank you so much for coming and joining me and um, giving up your frying in the sun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was about time.
0: <laughs> so Vic, um, I'll get Vic to introduce herself, but for me, Vic is a real stalwart, a real sort of pioneer in the alcohol free space to me when I stopped drinking there wasn't many Aussies out there doing a lot making a lot of noise and Vic was one of those people and she had a do you want to tell a little bit about your background Vic and we can go from there
1: yeah so I am 45 I think i Thought so I was forty six, no, I'm forty five, and I gave up drinking just after my fortieth birthday. Um, I started writing about giving up drinking on the day that I gave up. I just started making a diary because I, like you, by the sounds of it, Emma, I felt like the only person in the world that had ever it range binge drinking habit. Um, so I didn't know if there was anyone else like me. So I felt I felt like it was quite important to write down exactly what what I was going through and everything else so yeah I started writing a diary which turned into my blog which turned into my sober awkward podcast which has now turned into my book so it's just a pattern that's developed with my sobriety I always felt like I could write but it's since my brain started working again that's all that's all started to happen for me so so yeah I was a binge drinker a party girl who had to look inwards and question my relationship with alcohol after I had children because of course then I had a consequence and
0: yeah now here I am really five years sober in March amazing congratulations my friend that's absolutely fantastic i met vic for the first time in real life uh not too long ago actually in up in canberra
1: and we yeah, had a we lovely
0: time yeah we had a beautiful time with um the rest of the alcohol free a lot of the alcohol free community of kind of coaches and um community owners and um, and then people actually working in the mental health space and it was just a really really great experience it was lovely hanging out with you know people with lived experience like ourselves of struggling with alcohol and being all together um, in a yeah. space um, it was lovely I think that was yeah go on
1: it was, just it, was, it was lovely to meet everybody and it was exciting to meet Shanna one who I had not met before yeah. who I've always had a relationship with online like with most people there it was just lovely to hook up with these other sober women and I guess like our version of going down the pub yes yeah yeah Yeah. exactly we all get and laughed. it was over fizzy waters instead of beers which was great that's
0: right that's right and it's there's something and I felt this and we always we talk about this a lot in our community is hello everybody sorry I should be greeting everyone as they come in my apologies hello how are you doing um is that when you've stopped drinking we get very quickly to the real stuff you know there's not so much like surface talk um and there's something so lovely about being with people who are going through something similar to yourself or having the same frames of reference but also there's definitely something about being with people who are on a journey. Um, yeah. And having to kind of deal with a lot of the reasons why they were drinking. Yeah, totally. Um,
1: My friend I think, Lisa, oh. come on. Board. I'll say hello, Lisa. She will resonate with this, like what you're saying is we went away for this women's weekend, which was 15 women that oh, never yeah. met her. And... Lisa's on here now, I can see her, and she will remember this moment very clearly, it was when everybody had arrived, and there's 15 women who had never really met each other before, and you could see that we all felt very, very nervous, and yeah. I sort of out the moment and went, look, this feeling here, everybody, this is why we drank, right? Yes. Let's recognise it. This social awkwardness, this feeling mm. of overwhelm, and us not knowing each other, but having this one connection is, is making us feel really nervous, and luckily one of the women that came away from the weekend, our lovely Anita, she was a um, a host for quiz nights, and we just ended up yeah. doing this quiz night, and everybody laughed, and it was no different to whether you'd had alcohol or not, yeah. that question of course, it breaks the ice, why are you here, what are you doing here, and that's, you yeah. know, like. Was when we went away it's like that one question all of our differences sort of melt away into the background our jobs our past and everything else and all we're left with is the connection over alcohol and we say that alcohol is and everything else and now that we've given up it's actually one thing that we can bond over whereas where we bonded yeah. before we- knowing what we were doing and being drunk and everything else. Now we can actually bond without alcohol, even though it's just something we have in common, which I do find really fascinating.
0: Yeah, it is really interesting, isn't it? And I find so interesting as well how every group of people that I speak to, even though we all seem to be so uniquely different, there's such a common humanity reasons why we drink that are really universal yeah. i think i don't know what you think yeah and it's beautiful how everything else slips away that i find
1: that so inspiring that it just doesn't matter about anything else all you recognize in someone is their struggle and you yes. know that you've been there and you have empathy for them like they have yes. you and whether it's an extreme drinker or somebody that sits at the beginning of this vast spectrum no matter mm-hmm. who it is that connection is enough to fulfil a, a beautiful lifelong friendship actually. Yes. Because we've all been there, we know we've all had those moments wanted to change. And we know that we're all trying to do better. And therefore that is enough for us to thrive as as people that can go on to have really meaningful
0: relationships. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We get through the small talk pretty quickly, I find. Yeah. I love that. I don't yes, talk about
1: Anymore. even though we did it is a lovely day here but we did we started off with the weather a little bit <laughs> very English but yeah <laughs> getting past those things it, it does take time like in sobriety I mean I didn't tell anyone I was sober for the first 18 months because yeah. I was having any conversations without alcohol in my system but yeah. as I'm more confident and the alcohol built that sort of self assurance in me i was able to understand that look this is this is how it's supposed to be
0: yeah yeah it's that that building that self assurance isn't it i think it's such a big part of it all because we yeah. come out from drinking and we're like these little baby chicks with no feathers on that's oh, that's kind of really awful description <laughs> no it's true though <laughs> but you know it's sort of like these little vulnerable things yeah so true with no real idea of you know like how to how to interact with people and how to and we're just we're very fragile and yeah tindley- I often
1: describe it as this like you know the bright light of sobriety when you first get sober and it does feel like you know as I, I love your description there actually it's like a, a baby <laughs> here being born and learning yeah. how to so quickly and like you're expected like just to suddenly go out and socialize and be somebody that you've never been before and be okay with it and the yeah. fact is it's not okay it's actually really daunting and really overwhelming yeah. when I first went out and socialized I remember feeling like I had one of those bright stage lights being held in my face and I could almost you know feel every feeling and every emotion I felt my you know you can feel That's your pumping in your neck and you Mm. feel like words are not coming out properly I mean you don't even recognize your own voice which is a really strange repercussion from just giving up drinking but I think something happens like I always describe it as you know when you see those videos online of of kids getting cochlear implants and and the doctor puts the implant in and they're there with their mother and they're like mummy loves you and it's like the most incredible thing and the child yeah. first can hear themselves is i know it's not quite as strong as that but it feels like you can hear yourself and tune into the world for the very first time but yeah. as you go along that light starts to dim and you're mm-hmm. able to control that light switch a little bit more that dimmer button and decide when it's getting too much and too little of course when your yeah. boundaries come but it is overwhelming and that is exactly why the podcast is called Sober Awkward is because yes I myself found those situations completely awful because yes. I didn't know who I was my identity was somebody and somebody who was the life and soul of the party and took responsibility for the entire room when I entered which yes. I realized ridiculous but that is a lot to take on board but what oh, I will every time practice makes perfect and with every step an extra hour an extra 15 minutes out it does get easier for sure
0: yeah it's so interesting because I've just come off a coaching call I was doing a big group group coaching call and we were just talking about exactly this we're talking about that sort of feeling of being you know over responsibility and being so porous that we feel you know everybody's experience around us and we take like you say taking responsibility for the room and it's so conditioned in us isn't it that sort of um trying to fix everybody trying to make everybody else okay um yeah and it, you know that becomes really uh deafening when we stop drinking because we kind of drink don't we to make that feeling go away and then it becomes mm. very deafening and then we have to sort of go okay so now I've got to realize that I'm actually not responsible for everybody and it's how do I how do I manage my way through life? And I still, like I, I went, we went to, uh, on holiday a few weeks ago and it came up really big for me again. I suddenly I was feeling everyone's stuff and you yeah. know, feeling really responsible for the situation. And it just, like yeah. you say, that awkwardness that you're not, you know, you're witness to it all, aren't you? You're kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You're,
1: you're, <laughs> you're in sobriety, but I think also you, unfortunately are very, very uh, aware of your failures as well so you become that's why it's all about this growth because you have a new connection with yourself where you're able to identify who you are and where you're going wrong so therefore there's a lot to deal with in the aftermath of alcohol there's a lot of stuff to to heal and to learn I think
0: yes yes Mm. yes I was listening to um, I think it was a Laura McCowan podcast and she was talking about emotional sobriety and this concept that you know you come when you are almost the emotional years um developed as you were when you went in to start drinking which i know for you and i was very early Um, (laughs) and that we take you know everything we take on person you know everything becomes about us and it's all very personal i get very upset and very offended and very you know and it's you know it's about developing ourselves as this kind of uh beast with skin on (laughs) so we're not just like being reactive and taking you know taking everything into our into our nervous system into our body
1: yeah i think it's like a history between especially party girls it's like there's a history of giving ourselves away like abandoning not only names but also bodies like with promiscuity or or that responsibility of taking care of everybody's night and it is like that we are we take off a layer of skin which makes us vulnerable therefore we drink so it's really interesting to me I'm so interested in that in that party girl I often say now yes. like don't give a party girl a line of coke give her a cuddle because I think yes. something else that's goes, what she really needed <laughs> that's, what she that's what I needed and I realized yeah. I was the love for that love in all the wrong places in yes. a line of in a boyfriend in a bottle yeah. you know in another another destination because i traveled the world and i was always yeah. looking for something and i was yes. giving all this love away like all this responsibility and it ended up that i didn't leave anything left over for me which yeah. then of course caused me to drink more alcohol to fill that void this has taken a lot of therapy to work all this out yeah oh, yeah my... <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely
1: absolutely pretty yeah. really fascinating is. look at that party girl persona and how we like, oh yeah, she's really fun. Like you're guaranteed a good yeah. night out with her. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's probably suffering. She's probably sleeping around. Like that's yeah. what I'm not saying that in a judgmental way. I'm saying that was me. And I was using yeah. all of these things because I didn't know who I was and didn't know that giving myself away in many ways was self destructive.
0: That's right. That's right. We're yeah. dancing so fucking hard, aren't we, for somebody to sort of notice us and just, yeah. like you yeah. say, give us a hug. It's like, how hard can I dance? How high can I go? How, you know. <laughs> so true. Yeah. <laughs> no, just...
1: down or in Brighton, that's where I yeah. was. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And we found out a funny thing, didn't we, um, Vic, that you and I both came from a similar place in England, pretty close to each other, I think. Were you in Wokingham? Was that where you I were? was
1: born in Wokingham. I lived for my first yeah. seven years in Wokingham. Yeah. yeah, it's so now as well. Like when people email through the f- listen to the podcast, they're like, Did you go to school? too. I think I think you from me. It's so funny connections. I'm from a funny little village in Berkshire as
0: well. Yeah, isn't it? So it's so cool. Funny. It's so funny yeah. and so cool and so interesting as well that we've ended up here doing this. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I know I really wanted to talk about the importance of community, the importance of connection in our journeys. And I know very much through your work, I don't know if you might want to talk a little bit about the new community that you have put together and what the purpose of that is um because of how important for both Vic and myself community is in being alcohol free and in being happily alcohol free do you want to talk a little bit about that Vic?
1: Yeah so I used before I created the community I would often get asked where do I go to get help you know and I could give number of a local therapist or say go to this AA meeting or do all of these things and I got of kind of not being able to respond well to that question and I just kind of thought well what would I have wanted what did I need for that 18 months when I was alone in my sobriety wondering what the bloody hell to do because I didn't have any mates anymore and I didn't fancy going out so we created, it was Lucy and I who used to be on the podcast with me on the Sober Awkward podcast, we created a a free platform. I think it's important to say that it's free, so anybody can just go on yes. there and join. And it's, it is just a way of creating peer-to-peer support. So it's basically mm. Facebook or Instagram, um, but just people who are questioning their relationship with alcohol so people can go on there if they're still drinking if they've just given up if they've had the hangover of their life no matter where you sit you're you're welcome yes and it's just a really beautiful place so from that it there are events there so all of the members are able to make meet for a couple events so obviously we're trying to normalize meeting for a cup of tea rather yeah. than for a bit it's called the Community, so that's just dot community. and yeah so there's events on there so i go to once a month we have a breakfast there's dinners there's walks and all over the world there's a few people doing things in england and in canada and it's just beautiful it's mostly women actually but we have got a few guys coming aboard it's yeah. really hard to get to socialize the sober guys they need a kick in yeah. the balls I, i'm i'm <laughs> often um but yeah so there's events on there there's courses like you have your course on there lovely jolene has her course on there so if you want to delve deeper into sobriety and and your reasons why you can get access to all of those and williams porter's courses on there and and loads of stuff um yeah and it's just generally a place for you to share and get advice because if anyone puts a question on there, I'm struggling today or I don't know what to do about this or my husband's still drinking or this, this, and this, yeah. there's someone there with an answer, which is just brilliant. And it is such a lovely place to hang out. That's yeah. the brilliant thing about, I know we slag off Instagram and Facebook and everything yeah. else, but it is, it is help 24 okay. seven. If yeah. you use it the right way. I mean, yeah. if you use supper in the right way and things like this, it is. It's like access to so much information that yeah. is so cool. When I first got sober, I started my Instagram account. And I just followed. I just did Drunk Mummy Sober Mummy. And I followed only so- sobriety accounts. Yes. I did a separate yes. one from my normal one. Yes. And I found that, just logging onto that one day, even if it was just a quote or this yeah. or, or somebody's before and after picture, all day I could just go, oh, I'm feeling a bit shit now. Yeah. And I'd just log oh okay somebody else has felt like this it's quite normal and that's what it is it's normalizing sobriety by just understanding that there are more people out there that are going through you and that that is liberating on some days
0: totally totally I totally agree with you I had exactly the same experience with social media I thought it was so helpful for my journey and this you know this concept and we talk about this a lot but you know we're all fundamentally the same with the same issues the same problems but we all think we're alone
1: Mm. and there's
0: something wrong with us and it's what the beauty of these communities like what Vic has created that allow everybody to share what I call like your you know your soft furry tummy Um, and then and other people can you know like oh I've got a soft furry tummy too you know it's we're all the same I know I made it I've made it a bit weird because I made it catchy (laughs) Oh, good (laughs) but it is like that isn't it it's like that we're the same you know we've all got the same problems and same issues and same reasons why we drink it's
1: yeah and it's all really have you ever watched that program intervention oh a little bit yes yeah, so on that, it's a perfect example of like the the sobriety story. It's like a person, yeah. normal childhood, they go back and and usually something happens, whether it's some sort of assault or family yeah. split or something happens yeah. normally. And then the yeah. person comes of age and descends into sort of an addiction and, and then it's yeah. the family to help them and then it's the aftermath and how they how they you know become free from their addiction and i think that's it that's the story of addiction whether it's whether it's you know relative to someone else's or not there's whether our stories are similar or not it's that same thing again it's like the story the basic story is the same and how we we've we've been born without it and then we end up with it and then have to get over it and i just think it's yes. such a common thread with everybody that i've met on this scene it's like that's the connection. It's so similar, no matter the drug, in fact, even one of the most yeah. fascinating on our weekend away was some of the oh, most yeah. clear, heartbreaking stories were yeah. the gambling. Yes, yes, I didn't even realize the, uh, the compassion I had for those people. It was oh. exactly the same. they could stop, even though they weren't imbibing anything, it was no. like the compulsion within them had made them lose everything. It was so tragic and severe I was so shocked by those stories it was it was, it was really so
0: fascinating so moving so mm. moving weren't they I really loved yeah. them it was and I
1: guess that's why it's important to get yourself out there in this game yeah. and not stay at home and be worried that you're the only person that's ever stopped drinking yeah. it's yeah. because that's the only way you're going to meet people that are like you and whether it's you're going to your same pub and club that you go to you used to go I don't recommend no. I recommend that- Trying to do new things, meeting new yeah. people, with hobbies. Because yeah. drinking was your hobby. Drinking yes. was my hobby. So oh, I met too. people with the same hobby as me, and now yes. I don't do
0: that hobby anymore. So I need to find people with other hobbies. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. It's it's really interesting. I was talking to a group just now, and they were talking about you know going out for dinner and going out to you know still going to the same places that they were going yeah. to there's this con you know i think again kind of comes down to this very female idea that we can't take up space we can't ask for what we want and so instead of saying actually i'd rather meet you for breakfast or i'd rather meet you for a coffee we just go along with things because we don't want to kind of cause problem we don't want to Mm. you know make anybody else feel uncomfortable and yet we put yeah. ourselves in situations that aren't good for us, don't feel good for us. And again, I think this journey is like what we've been talking about as we go through. It's that sort of standing in and doing those really scary things like speaking up for yourself and not abandoning yourself and saying, yeah. Actually, yeah. I'd, rather meet, I'd rather meet you for a cup of coffee or can we do something yeah. else or can we go for a walk? Or you know yeah. it, it takes a bit of guts and a bit of awkwardness and a bit of courage, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and also I didn't, you know, I didn't know what a boundary was. I thought it's like oh, one of those things
0: over to get into a farmer's field. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Like a style. That's <laughs> no, it. it's a big style. A, big, a style,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: a style. No. Although I don't know if anyone in Australia would call it a style. No, it's probably called something else. Yeah, I don't know. No, but it is like a boundary, <laughs> boundaries like on a farmer's field. Anyway. <laughs> they were not existent in my life no, and never. have an understanding of what they are and when I need to put them up and that is saying things I know are going to make me act full of anxiety and saying yes. no I'm going to, to things where people are going to be heavily drinking you know yeah. I still find myself hovering the mouse over a going icon on my Facebook page yeah. to wine tours <laughs> <laughs> and that's cool. Sounds like fun. Oh, that I sounds so much. <laughs> and then I'm like, what am I yeah. 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 And then i would be driving and like holding people's ponytails as they vomit Chardonnay yeah. into the posh toilet. Oh. <laughs>
0: oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny, isn't it? It really is.
1: Yeah. It's so it really does take
0: something,
1: doesn't it? Saying no and knowing when. Like, that takes time, I think, is to know I think when it does. Something's going to be okay and something's going to to push you to the edge to the point where you feel uncomfortable yeah. and like have an escape route in any sit- social situation is my advice yes like, know the bus stop is have an excuse at hand always take yes. cash so that if they're splitting the menu you can sneak up and pay and yes. leave um all of those little tricks and yeah. training, uh, so of the person are so good to know because you can leave out the back door yeah. and yeah People are usually by that point so yeah, influence that yeah. you know even if they do say oh come on come on come on it's only going to be a very momentary thing and that need yeah. to drink for you as well that can be a moment thing as well. It's important That's to right. get yourself out there when you need to.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and I agree with you. It is, and I'm still learning, and I think I'll always be still learning how to, you know, stand, you know, kind of stand in my own. And not be the little kind of kid holding yeah. a teddy bear in, like, that I actually feel like in my body yeah. um, when I'm in situations where I I feel awkward or I feel like I have to put a boundary in and I know that yeah. possibly someone's not going to like it. And it still feels uncomfortable. It's... it's um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it always works.
1: <laughs> yeah. And also, it doesn't always work. I think that's the thing you've got to find no. out. Like the other day, I tried to put some... So I hope my my mum won't be listening but like I put some up with my mum I thought I'm not going to am not gonna feed into the negativity today. Yeah. But she, yeah. I think she could feel it and it was making her really riled up. So sometimes yeah. situations like that you know you do have to like sort of tear the walls down a little bit and, and maybe yeah. do what you don't want to do and just nod and listen and go yeah yes. and, and it, because there's some people who aren't going to accept your boundaries. And especially if they're someone close to you like that, that can be really hard. Yes. And somebody said the other day, like, I always say, like, if you don't want to go, if you don't feel like going, don't go. Yeah. Like to a wedding or something. So say, but what, is your, what if it's your brother's wedding? Mm. Like, oh, yeah, I haven't really thought yeah. about that. Like, what do you do if you're in new sobriety and somebody is close to you, it's their birthday and you know it's going to be a heavy boozing thing? Yeah. It's a really hard one, but I would always still say, I think, if you're not ready, don't go. Pull a sickie. Pull a sickie. Yeah, pull a sickie. Sneak out the back door. Yeah. Go for an hour, Show your face. Do what you need to do. I think it's yeah. just holding yes all the time. Like, I was always like, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Always that responsibility then because it becomes yeah. an expectation and then that becomes your reputation and then yeah. you're stuck.
0: Yeah. The person who always says yes. I uh, yeah. 100% was that. Like yeah. pe- I had people who wouldn't talk to me for ages unless they wanted to go out on a bender and then they'd just call me up because so they knew I'd be up <laughs> for <laughs> Reliable buddies, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah. In reflection, in reflection. Um, but yeah, it's, I think community and I mean, that's really one of the reasons that I wanted Vic to come on and speak um, today because she's established this awesome community and both of us know how important it is in our recovery and um, just encouraging everybody. If you do feel like you need a place to land, a soft place to land, that Vic's community is is is, is gorgeous. I'm on it. Like Vic says, my my Aussie alcohol experiment's on there and you can get that for 10% off if you go in through Kappa. So yeah. I highly encourage you to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's just such a cosy place. It's like sitting around a little campfire. It's that sort of place. Yeah. Nobody's horrible. Everyone's understanding. And it's really a, a sweet place to be. It's a sweet spot.
0: It is. It is. It is. And I love all the events and everything that you've got up there as well. That's it's so really
1: cool. Seeing all these things happening all over the world. It's so lovely.
0: Yeah, and anyone could put on there, even if you're just meeting a mate
1: for a cuppa, put it yeah. on there right because there's people that are all over the world that are desperate to meet other sober people there's people That's in it. the on there and like all these far-flung places which i yeah. find incredible and they're desperate to meet other people in their local area just to meet up once a month and talk about all this stuff because you can't talk about this stuff with your mates that are still drinking <sighs> <They're pouring laughs> or, your mouth, or it's too confronting for them because they're still drinking so yeah. sober mates is so important And especially if you can find a sober mate to go to those drinking events with. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember Lucy and I, when when she gave up drinking, she was like, I'm never going to go out again. I was like, I'll come with you. I can be your, like, your full guy. And you can die on me. And we can leave whenever we want. I can tell you that that's okay. And if it gets weird, we're out of here. So having those people in your life is going to make such a difference.
0: Yes. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Yeah. Well, thank you, Vic. Thanks so much for coming on and um, being with me for this 30 minutes. I've loved getting to know you a little bit better and learning a bit more about you and your story. And I just really do recommend uh, Vic's community, like, for both of us. It's been such a yeah. good deal. Do you want to talk a little bit about your book before we go? Because that's a bit oh, yeah, exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, so my my <laughs> diary
1: started all those years ago. Four and a half years ago, or longer, has now become my comedy memoir, which I've written. And yeah, I got a publishing deal about three weeks ago. So that isn't going to be out till March twenty-four. So it's very exciting. It's about a lot yes. of the things we've talked about, and yeah. I'll be writing a second book for them as well. Perhaps on parenting or sobriety. Not quite sure yet, but yes. Yeah, so a two-book publishing deal. But I'll be doing. Just- go book as well which will be fun I'm really excited about doing that and going to a recording studio and I can't believe like my story is so weird like but as we said it's everybody's story and that's what makes it relatable like like you will see yourself in me and all those you know crazy stories shame-filled escapades like they're all in there and you know it's all about learning how I you know get over shame and everybody's the same and if we share it, it it makes it a bit more communal
0: (laughs) that's exactly right right. yeah that's exactly right there's so much there's you know a lot of people have a lot of things to gain from us thinking that we are you know bad alone and um weird and weak and none of that's true none of it's true we're all the same we're all just trying to like you say we're just trying to be loved yeah that's it yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. These precious, so precious, true. Precious yep. little people trying to find a bit of comfort and love. Precious
1: little bald chicks, as you yeah. say. Yes,
0: precious little bald chicks. It's such a lovely <laughs> image. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can see it. Thank you so much, my lovely. Thanks for taking the time. Take good care, and I'll see you soon. I've created something new. If you're really keen to do the 30-day Aussie alcohol experiment, but you can't wait until March for the next live version, or even if you just prefer not to work in a group, if you'd rather just connect if you want to to the free Facebook group that's available, and just do the work in your own time. I am launching my new self-paced, Aussie Alcohol Experiment and it's launching in December. You'll get the same daily, amazing, scientific, compassion-led, resource-filled, daily videos from me with journaling prompts, and that will come into your email box just like it would in the live, um, great Aussie Alcohol Experiment. But this time, it's something that you can do at your own pace, at your own time, fitting in with your busy life. Um, I just wanted to be able to bring this to people at this time of year at a lower price point um, because the data in here is so incredible um, that... And I know that at this time of year, it can be very busy with holidays and everything and trying to schedule coaching calls might be just too much. So I encourage you to, it's only $47, join up, spend 30 days with me, not in person, but on video and do the journaling prompts and just could change your life. Everybody that I speak to who changes their relationship with alcohol cannot believe the difference in this methodology, the lack of deprivation, the choice. And, you know, at the end of the day, the goal is to make alcohol a small and irrelevant part of your life. So, the links in your show notes. I'd love for you guys to join up and spend 30 days with me and experience the transformation that I experienced when I did this program myself back in January 2020 all right my lovelies take care thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Midlife AF with Emma Gilmore if you enjoyed it please share on Instagram for your friends and tag me at hope rising coaching If you want to help me grow the podcast, please review the episodes for me on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. If you would like to work further with me, please go to my website, www.hoperisingcoaching.com for my free and paid programs or email me at emma at hoperisingcoaching.com. Sending a massive cuddle to you and yours from me and mine. And remember to keep choosing you.